2: Welcome to another Mother Runner. This is Sarah Bowen Shea. This is part two of my year-end conversations with each of my illustrious co-hosts, as well as having them look forward to the new year. So thanks for joining. I talked to Katie, Tish, Ellison, and Liz last week. And today I'm going to kick things off with Brittany Williams and then Dimity, Amanda Loudon, and finish up with Molly. So welcome, Brittany.
3: Hello, hello. How are you?
2: Good, good. And uh, we're using a new recording system so I can see you and you are there in your studio. I
3: can see you in your studio.
2: Yes, I know with my son coming in so blindingly that I'm just a orb of white light.
3: <laughs> you really are, but it's, you're beautiful nonetheless, Sarah.
2: <laughs> Thank you. And you have all your Instagram, your lights, oh, your yeah. everything this behind is my, you. I call
3: it my studio, but it's really just my guest bedroom. Like I think people <laughs> think it's something fancy and it looks really clean on one side where I film my workouts and, and videos. And then on the side that people can't see, it's a tornado (laughs) of a mess. Like it's just (laughs) wires and ring lights and papers and, you know, bills I should probably be paying. I don't know. Like my passport is just strewn about right here. Like it's fine.
2: (laughs) Just in case you suddenly need to hightail it to Canada or something. I don't know why
3: I haven't gone out of the country. I mean, it's been, I've been back in the country for a few months now, but it's there just in case I need it
2: yes yes well uh, that's fine that we are both in then guest bedrooms because you can actually see the messy somebody yep. decided to take a nap on the guest bed with a fuzzy blanket all right uh, of which we have many of them in our house as you so, because yes well and teens you, it's you will learn one day teens love a good fuzzy blanket from fred meyer so <laughs> <laughs>
1: is very specific, but okay.
2: Yeah, yes, 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 yes. So well, how would you say 2022 shaped up for you in terms of your running?
3: 2022, in terms of my running, I think was definitely successful. I feel like in 2021, I, it was a really successful running year in the sense that I did a lot of it. And what hmm. I found is that I, and I've mentioned this on an AMR podcast before, I'm a jack of all trades. I do a little bit of everything when it comes to my fitness, not just running. And whenever I have really strong running years, everything else takes a back seat. I'm not really doing a lot of, uh. you know, my core workouts. I'm not really doing a lot of my strength training workouts. And it's really hard for me, and I think a lot of people, to do a little bit of everything well. I mm-hmm. think in 2022, mm-hmm. I was able to do enough running that I felt satisfied. I felt my love of the sport of running, but I still was able Mm -hmm. to, you know, accomplish some goals and strength training and do other things without, you know, uh, prioritizing one versus the other. So while I didn't run as many miles as I did in 2021, Mm -hmm. I think they were more successful miles because it was a balanced year.
2: Oh, interesting. And for you, what type of mileage, weekly mileage are we talking? Are you able to find that balance? It
3: varies. So right now in the winter, I'm running maybe three three three-mile runs a week and I'm putting mm-hmm. a smile on my face and calling that good. Uh in the mm-hmm. summer, I try to add in at least one long run. So I'll run like three miles three times a week and then I'll do like one 10 miler, which, okay. jo- <laughs> which is a big yes. job, which is a big job. Not necessarily something <laughs> I recommend for everyone to do. But as someone yes. who has been you know, running for, you know, 20 years, I think that my body knows how to adapt to a 10 mile run and I take plenty of breaks. So it really varies anywhere from, I would say 10 to 20 miles. And then there are those off chances where it's just the perfect weather in the summer and I'll run, you know, 45 miles and then regret it for the next two weeks because my legs are so sore.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I may be a running coach, but
3: do as I say, not as I do.
2: Yes, yes, yes. Oh, my goodness. Well, that is interesting because that is a theme that co-hosts in the last episodes talked about, the kind of almost running, getting in the way of things. Sometimes focusing so much on running doesn't allow for enough time for other things. So I'm intrigued that that's a a through line so far.
3: You know, it's not that it necessarily gets in the way. I just think... Mm -hmm as with anything in life, it's hard to balance multiple goals. And I think that Mm -hmm. once I get running, I remember how much I love it and I just want to do it more. And it, it's just this weird balance of recognizing that sometimes your workout always isn't going to be exactly what you want it to be. You got to do what you have to do, not what you want to do. And so it's, you know, I think just finding a balance. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess, yeah, it gets in the way. That just sounds so negative. I would say, if anything, it's like the strength training gets in a way because that's what I know what I should do but isn't necessarily what I want to do at least in the summer as youth training gets in a way because that's what I know what I should do but isn't necessarily what I want to do at least in the summer as you can tell I'm definitely a weather dependent runner like in the winter is when I'm like I really got to talk myself into putting on the gloves and the seventh layer (laughs) to get out there whereas in the summer I'm more than happy to run every single day if I if I could
2: Yeah, that is true. That is true. But you alluded earlier to that you hit some kind of strength training goals that you had for yourself this year.
3: Yeah, I think I've always been the kind of person who, especially as a strength training coach, Put some workouts on the wall or or Mm -hmm. writes them down and just kind of does what I know I should be doing. But uh, this was the first year that I actually sat down and said I want to increase my weights, lift heavier, like add a squat rack, like load Mm -hmm. it up, not just dumbbells. And so my husband and I bought a squat rack Look for at our home gym. <laughs> and while anyone who doesn't strength train may, may seem like that, doesn't seem mm-hmm. like that big of a deal, but you know, your hands really can't hold more, at least my <laughs> hands, I don't know about your hands Sarah, but my hands probably can't hold more than like 50 pounds. Mm-hmm. Like that's mm-hmm. kind of like the max I can hold. So the beauty of having a squat rack is that you can load up multiple hundreds worth of weight uh, and do it mm-hmm. safely. And so I just wanted to lift heavier. So I've lifted heavier this year than I ever have. Uh, and I certainly saw the increases in my strength. I saw the changes in my body, kind of got all of the things that you want to mm-hmm. see. And it was just fulfilling to be able to make all those changes and still get out there and run and enjoy it.
2: Nice, 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 nice. And so were there any races on your 2022 calendars?
3: There were no races, you know, I, I don't want to say I'm never going to race again, because that's not Mm -hmm. probably accurate. But I think I have so much, I put so much pressure on myself and so much anxiety on myself to be a perfectionist, that I've always been scared to do any local race or like race where like, people, I don't want to say people know me. It's not like I'm sitting here being popular. People are like, (laughs) oh my God, Brittany Williams ran this race. But like, I've always, every time I've raced, it's been in secret, meaning I didn't tell anyone. And I just woke up one morning and walked up to the race and said, can I join? Like I've never, since I ran in college, I've never planned a race. It has always been, I think I'm going to jump into this race. with a few exceptions, like, I mean, I've been on marathon relays and that kind of stuff that you Mm -hmm. have to plan for. So that's kind of how I take it. So no, I didn't run anything in 2022 uh, just because I didn't Mm -hmm. get that itch. But yeah, if I do, it will literally be a Friday night and I'll or maybe a Thursday and I'll say I think I'm going to run a race.
2: <laughs> oh, going cra- going crazy there deciding on Thursday right there on a
3: Thursday. <laughs> yeah, correct. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so that's very uneventful from that regard, but it's a weird habit that I have. Again, weird weird habit, but I do need to get into one. I just Won't commit to it till the last minute.
2: Oh, that's all right. That's all right. You do you. Okay, so you are a fitness professional. What does self-care or recovery look like to you?
3: Oh, I am not like big, not that I don't believe in it, but I'm not like, oh, get a massage and do a face mask kind of self-care gal. Not that I think Mm -hmm. anything's wrong with it. It's just not my personality. Mm -hmm. Self-care and recovery to me means be a blob on the couch. Like Mm -hmm. truly do absolutely nothing uh, or as Mm -hmm. close to nothing as one can. (laughs) You certainly Mm -hmm. schedules in life doesn't always let you be a complete blob. But I try to have at least one day every two weeks where I truly don't do anything physical. I might go for a five minute walk Mm -hmm. in the morning because I'm trying to walk every single day in the morning, every morning. But Mm -hmm. You know, I truly believe that so often people are so focused on "I've got to move, I've got to move, I've got to move," which you do, hundred percent. That is, Mm -hmm. you know, the our bodies are built to move. But I think that so often Mm -hmm. people with type A personalities, like me, feel like their day isn't worthy or isn't successful if they didn't check that workout box so even if it's their quote unquote mm. rest day they're still like oh let me do yoga or phone roll or mobility or go for an hour walk which isn't bad it's not a bad thing to do but at least having one off day a month that's truly off where your body is not taxed in any way and you're not asking it to exert itself I find has been super helpful for both my body and for my mind. Um, So I try to hold myself Mm. to, like I said, one to two true off days a month, Mm. even though I do take rest days every week. But again, I'm doing mobility. I'm also a fitness trainer. So like often on my off days, I'm still at the gym helping other people work out. So like I have to demo. Yeah, that kind of becomes, it kind of (laughs) ruins the off day sometimes, but I try to take at least twice a month where I'm just sitting on the couch and being okay with that
2: hmm. Mm hmm. Well, and you saying being okay with that, that is a tough thing for a lot of us to do is to, yes. to just sit there. And, and I gotta tell you, so my mother died coming up on a year anniversary of it. And she, when she was 95 and a half, so she led a, a lovely long life. And it was honestly till she was about ninety four that she was just okay with not doing anything. Wow, you know that that when she finally was living, you know that that mom, it's okay. You go, you go get dinner in the you know restaurant dining hall of, of the the place that she was living. You there's there's no dinner to be made. There, there are no, you know, my brother was paying the bills, like all this stuff. And it was really hard for her to just be okay with that. And, right. and I totally get that, right. you know, and the, the, also the desire to do more than one thing at one time, you know, so while the, while dinner's simmering on the stove, be like, Oh, I think I'll, you know, write a note to Madeline thanking her for letting me stay yes. at her house or, you know, I don't know, whatever it is.
3: Correct. That is me. That is me in every single way. And that's actually, I would say, one of the attributes that I admire the most about my husband is he's the exact opposite. Mm. Like, he just can sit and just, do you have things to do? Yeah, but I've got time to do them this afternoon, so I'm mm-hmm. going to take some time right now to relax. <laughs> I'm just like, excuse me?
2: Right.
3: <laughs> What's this word, relax, that you say? <laughs> what does that mean?
2: <laughs> I think that is part of the, you know, that there is enough time. You know, yeah. that, that for a long time, I was always I I was kind of feeling like I was always going to be late. And it's like, no, actually, I actually don't have anything on my calendar today, so that if it takes me... 15 minutes to drive where it usually takes 10 that's okay i'll just get there five minutes later than i was planning on it you know it's okay trader joe's will still have parking spots when i get there yeah (laughs) Yeah. maybe they're not gonna run out of
3: broccoli you'll be fine (laughs) right yeah i i i feel like i learned a lot about that this year as well this was my first wait is this true I make sure I'm lying to you. Yeah. This was my first full year of being self-employed. And, you know, previously I worked for Under Armour, a very large corporation and kind of was part of the, you know, cog that is corporate America. Just, you know, that's not a knock on corporate America. It's just, you get what I'm saying? Two mm-hmm, different lives, mm-hmm. lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And it made me realize I do my best work from like 7 to 10 a.m. and then like 4 to 7 p.m. hmm And... Letting myself have time off in the middle of the day Mm -hmm. produces my best work, Mm -hmm. yet it took me probably the first eight months of the year to not feel guilty for watching TV or doing a puzzle or doing the laundry at one when mm-hmm. everything in society says at 1 p.m i should either be eating lunch or working mm-hmm. but knowing that i'm gonna work in the afternoon and it's gonna be a great and productive because that's just when my brain yep. is ready to work uh, that took me some time this year to to get around
2: yeah i remember when i started freelancing a million years ago r- writing for magazines and it was and just thought, oh my gosh, I just have to keep go, 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 go. And then I thought, well, you know what, when I worked in an office, I didn't really work for eight hours. I mean, I was in a meeting and I guess that counts as work, but there would be days as a freelancer that I sat at my computer and wrote or did research calls for six or seven hours. If I had worked for six or seven hours at an office, that would be like a banner work day. You know, it's just it's just uh, I think we all have to to step off the gas a little bit and let ourselves do do what we're supposed to do. Correct.
3: Correct. And I think it's a once you learn the lesson, it's something that you have to remind yourself constantly. I don't think it's something that it comes natural to the majority of people. But I think once, you know, the lesson is there to be had and you can consciously remind yourself of it, it's
2: so worthwhile. Hmm. Hmm. Oh my goodness. Well, we have diverged from working out, but we will get back there. We, we have. will. <laughs> we will. <laughs> so well, I that. know we have a great episode. That was my. No. Fault. No. 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 <laughs> I appreciate it. It was a lovely diversion, and I know we have a great episode planned for. I believe it's going to air January twenty seventh, maybe. So I look forward to that. And. You know, I'll see you tomorrow morning when you train me at the gym.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I'll see you tomorrow morning. It's funny. I was going to text you earlier and then I was like, no, she's on the pod." I'll literally talk to her in three minutes. (laughs) We will will confer over voice. (laughs) Confirm in front of the whole world. Yes, yes. Well,
2: well, thanks so much for joining us, Brittany. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Well, this next co-host needs no introduction, but I will anyway. This is Dimity McDowell. Hello, Dimity Hello, Sarah and Shay. You don't need any <laughs> introduction either. SBS. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Well, you are a person who does self-reflection very well, I think. And oh, so thanks. yeah, I suspect that you might have already kind of looked back on your twenty twenty two and had some thoughts, your athletic twenty twenty two and had some thoughts about it. Am I am I right?
0: Um I guess so. I mean, yes, I don't necessarily reflect on the um actual event very much, but mm. I reflect more on like, if it was a thing that I would want to repeat, I guess, oh. you know, huh. I mean, I guess if I think about it, like, so going back to like the aqua bike, right. When I was going to make that a trend in 2021, wasn't mm-hmm. that, was that right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. and I, I enjoyed it. I mean, I enjoyed, I loved, you know, being coached by Jen and Liz. I liked pushing myself, but the race itself, I mean, it was, it was good, but like, it wasn't really fun to be there by myself, you know? Mm, And again, mm -hmm. I I just realized like, I am just not competitive. That is just not in my nature. And Mm -hmm. so like, if I had to chase someone down, I'm like, okay, I guess so. But if she passed me again, like, and I'm like, Oh, screw it. I'm done. (laughs)
2: Like I don't really care, you know? (laughs) Which is so funny because you did athletics at the highest Practical I, level, I mean, I you did, know, the, with did. rowing,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. But that's the thing is, is it was my it was, but I, you know, was I in it for? I, I wasn't. My height got me into rowing it, to a high level, so that that like my physical frame got me there. My mindset mm-hmm. did not allow me to stay there, you know, mm-hmm. and so <laughs> and and want to be there actually, you know. I mean, I I couldn't like kind of embrace that lifestyle, and I think. I, I wrote at a high level because I could, right? Because I had the mm-hmm. tool, my body, and mm-hmm. to be able to do it. But at the end of the day, like that didn't really bring me joy. You know, it's funny because mm-hmm. like Grant is 50. What is he now? 52, 53. And he, he's rowing now with the Rocky Mountain Rowing Club, I think it's called. Mm -hmm. And, um, I went to a Christmas party, a holiday party that they had. And, you know, they see me, right? And I mean, rowing, you just see a tall person, you think basketball, unless you're a rower, and then you think rowing. (laughs) And, uh, (laughs) those, you know, those are the two things you think. And, you know, they were all trying to, recruit me in a very like soft funny way like oh come on out like you'll we'll, we'll you know we'll make it fun blah 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 and I, and I don't doubt that they would make it fun but like mm-hmm. i just It doesn't, it's not in my bones to want to go do that again. Mm -hmm. So I guess is what I'm saying is like, when I think about like 2022, did I do things that I really enjoyed? Yes. Because the first one that I did two kind of big things. The first one was Iron Horse with Grant. And that was really fun because I trained with him. We did our big rides together. We had a great weekend together. We went to Durango. We ate at good restaurants. We just had a really nice time. Mm-hmm. And then the other one was the Grand Traverse with my girlfriends. Right. And like, that mm-hmm. was also really special because I love Minnesota. I love the Superior Hiking Trail, although not all the rocks, <laughs> but I'm more, more or less, I like the Superior Hiking Trail and, you know, staying on the North Shore. I mean, all of that, Um, having dinner with all the bammers after at Holly's house, like, you know, like that to me is all about the relationships and the connection. And yes, of course, the vehicle is the hard thing that you're going to do. And I do enjoy doing hard things. Like, don't get me wrong, but. Oh, you sure do. Yeah. But that isn't, that isn't, Um. I guess when I think about it, I'm like, I really like those things because they had that added benefit of like, you know, the relationship and the teamwork and the, you know, something that we can talk about now, like the memories that we have of that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, yeah, if I could have won the aqua bike, like, even then, I don't think that would have been as fun as, you know, doing going two and a half miles an hour towards Duluth, you know, hiking.
2: <laughs> on paper, that doesn't sound all that
0: thrilling. <laughs>
1: <I know. laughs> but, but
0: again, like, you know, and it, it's, and it also comes with age, right? <laughs> like, OK, this is what brings me to it. These are my values. This is what's important to me and and now especially as you think about like what, you know, I talked about my knees on a recent podcast like I want to be able to maximize now these things that I've finally like kind of honed in on and
2: I'm like okay, this is mm-hmm. what I want to do, you know. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, but you are always looking forward to your next big adventure. So, I mean, what do you have ideas for 2023? Um, yes, yeah, for sure.
0: Well, I wrote about, like, when I was like, oh, I'm going to become a really, 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 um, I, I, you know, I I have these fantasies that I'm going to go back and, like, become an Olympian one day, which, again, like, you know, compared to what I just said or when you hold that I into what I just said. Wait, like, weren't, weren't you the co-host who just said she's not very competitive? <laughs> I know, but I just, like, I like the idea of, like, getting really good at something, but it's mm-hmm. got to be something I enjoy. Anyway, so I wrote down a whole list of bike rides that I thought I could do. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'll do them all because it's a lot, Um, but I mean, I definitely want to stay on my bike Mm -hmm. and uh, there are a couple events as we've talked about around Colorado that are pretty good. So I may do those. The one that's on my mind the most is this one called Venus de miles, which is a, um, it's a women's only event here um, or not women's only, but it's women's focus, mostly women in it. There are men in it too. And it's just a fundraiser for, I think it's called greenhouse scholars and, it would be challenging. It's in August. Uh, so you have the summer to train. Mm. So yeah, so that's one thing. And then two hiking things. The first oh. one we're doing as a family, which is <laughs> gonna be interesting. Oh. <laughs> it's a hut to hike hiking here in the oh. um San Juans. And we start mm-hmm. in where do we start? I think we start around Telluride and you walk, Ooh. you hike five days of hiking, four nights of being in huts. Um and you sleep in the huts together, right? Like eight people in a, like a bunk hut, basically. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So mm-hmm. it's my family and then my friend, Beth's family, who also has four members. And um, Ben is already like, I'm bringing a tent. There's no <laughs> way I'm sleeping with like eight <laughs> of you in the same
2: bunk beds. But says says the boy who was bitten by a bear while sleeping exactly, outside. Exactly. Um, <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. But this is a boy who has very little tolerance
0: for anybody who makes noise. That's not him. So
2: Oh, wonder where
0: that quality comes <laughs> from <activity. laughs> do, I get, do I get about noise with you too?
2: no, but i I definitely know that um noise around your house and and that noises yes made by people really yeah yeah
0: I try to get at least I try not to give that off, but apparently I do so yeah.
2: Oh, you have never said to me, like, Sarah, if you keep having that whistling booger, I'm going to yes. hit you upside the head. You don't <laughs> oh, say whistling that. Whistling
0: booger. <laughs> um, but anyway, so we're doing
2: that. So that's going to be really fun. And the hikes
0: in between the huts are, like, anywhere from, like, five to nine miles. They're very doable. So, oh, yeah, so doable. I had a friend oh, um, who did it and said that was the best time she's ever had with her family. So that's going to be fun. Ooh. And then we have the um, enchantments queued up for the J-team, Joe and Jess, And our friend Holly and me, um, I think we're going in July to out to do.
2: Where's that? It's outside of Seattle. It's just east of Seattle. I was gonna say, I was gonna say we have we have things that sound like that out here. Yeah, yeah. So Uh that's
0: the one that is gonna be. I think it's like 19 or 20 miles, and um, it's go by a whole bunch of Alpine lakes, and Mm. but it's like a it's a big descent, um, like 7,000 feet, I think. The thing about it is, is uh you can, you know, you can do it in a day and we are going to do it in a day, a very long day, but you can also camp it, but you it's impossible to get camping permits and I don't really want to camp mm. anyway. So that's for sure what I know I have on the calendar, but then um just diverting a tiny bit to the Train Like a Mother Club stuff that I'm super, super excited about,
2: mm-hmm.
0: we're going to yeah. do... Um, an ultra down in Blue Ridge, Georgia. Mm-hmm. But it's not just an ultra. It's um so there's a 50K, there's a 30K, and I believe there's a 15K as well. So that's mm-hmm. yeah. I'm really excited to go and cheer that on. And and depending upon how it goes, I may do the 15K and just, you know, speed hike. It. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, well, and and for the record, folks, Dimity is a very fast walker and hiker, except so. for, except for,
0: <laughs> except for if the rock going towards the Duluth, yeah, yes, for, if the if the trail has any like, uh, which this will in Blue Ridge, so that's one thing we're doing. We're also doing a bike centuries and some and some distances of bike oh, yeah. ride. I always go to the longest distance. That's just my default. But <laughs> twenty five miles, fifty miles, seventy five, hundred. That's in early September, um, and we're going to try to do it in two spots. We're going to try to do it. in in portland maine on a lighthouse ride and we're going to try to do it Mm. in evanston illinois um so that's and then the other one that i'm again super excited about is this one that we're hopefully doing with coaches Jess and Amy, and it's called Better Together. Mm -hmm. And it's that whole idea of teamwork and that I don't want to be necessarily going to races by myself. So we're going to go to the Indianapolis Marathon and Half Marathon in late October. I believe it's right around Halloween. And we're ideally going to pair people up like first time marathoners and experienced marathoners and or first in a long time as well. Yeah. So really trying to bring that idea of like, let's let's bring in a whole bunch of levels, yes, we're going to do this hard thing, but let's make it memorable and really fun and also, you know, create some really cool memories with it. So I'm super excited Mm. for all that stuff.
2: Yeah, boy, you have a jam-packed
0: 2023. Um, I do. I do. It doesn't feel like it right now, but as as I look (laughs) at the calendar, I mean, it's all kind of spread out too, you know, Uh and stuff Uh from Colorado Uh feels very, you know, doable in that like you would either like go for one night or not even.
2: yeah. Yeah. Well, I just can't wait to hear about all of it. I'm sure you'll share a lot of it on AMR answers in the intro and, and uh, I'm glad I get to have a front row seat to it all.
0: Awesome. Good. Well, thanks Sarah. And I'm curious, what, what are you, what are you doing in 2023? Has anyone asked you?
2: No one has asked me yet. Uh, (laughs) um, uh, Playing a lot of pickleball, I hope Uh to. And I would just like to uh, get back to running in 2023. That's and, and with my back, there can be no timeline. So it's, when it's supposed to happen it will happen perfect perfect all right yeah
0: oh, oh. Yeah. happy new yeah. year to you and happy new year to everyone yeah. else listening talk catch to you catch soon. you in the new year yep. Bye.
2: bye-bye all right well i'm gonna take a quick break to hear a couple words from our sponsors and then i will be back to talk with amanda and molly All right. Well, my next guest is Amanda
4: Loudon. Hello, Amanda. Hey, Sarah. How's it going? Oh, good. How are things with you? I am doing well. I'm sitting here in Maryland where it is raining versus uh, Colorado, where it's clearly currently something like, I don't know, negative 15 with snow on the ground. So. (laughs) I think I win.
2: So for your, for your, uh, for folks who don't know, you are now kind of splitting your time between Maryland and Colorado. And so you rolled the dice and you, you,
4: you got the right spot. Absolutely. I I thankfully got out ahead of the storm. So that is good stuff.
2: Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, let's talk about your 2022. When you think back over the year, would you say you're more training
4: or exercising or is there some other verb that comes to mind? Yeah, that's a good one. Um, just, I mean, really running. Um, I, I, you know, I did when I was looking back in in advance of this podcast. I realized I actually ran, I don't know, three or four races this year, which is kind of like that's not my norm anymore. I know, I, I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it wasn't like I was running them because like, oh, I want to, you know, run fast. I just, you know, had events that came my way and and ran them, and so. You know, I keep the study, like, I don't know, in between 30 and 35 miles a week, every week. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. All right. And where were some of those races? Were which, which I can't say coast because Colorado is not on the coast, but. Right. Uh, right, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Easter, also, east or West were the t- races.
4: It was both. Um, I did, let's see, I did a 25 K here in Maryland at the end of October. Mm-hmm. On trail. On trails. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I did. <laughs> I did an eight mile race, um, in Steamboat in July and then a half marathon kind of just as a training run to get ready for that 25 K mm-hmm. and oh, and I did a race, the half marathon in Yosemite in May. So. Mm, Alrighty. Alrighty.
2: Yeah. 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 So an eight mile race, that's a little unusual. What was up with that?
4: It was a four miles to the top of a mountain and four miles back down. <laughs> Ooh. Oh <laughs> yeah. boy. Yeah. How,
2: how did that go?
4: It was painful, but um, but um you know what? It was just a lot of fun. I did it with my boyfriend, Chris, and then my friend, Chris, who lives in Steamboat. So we made a weekend out of it. And the three of us, you know, just kind of, we ran, ran until we couldn't run anymore. And then it became a hike to the top. It mm-hmm. um, to topped out around 11,000 feet and oh. stuff. It was very bald, you know, like we were above tree line pretty quickly and just, you know, walking over kind of scree all the way to the top. Oh so. boy. Ooh. Yeah. You are yeah. a badass woman. Wow. I not know about that. I was, I was slow, but it was fun.
2: <laughs> oh, well, with the fact that you can say it's fun, that says something about it. And right,
4: right. <laughs> and, uh, no injuries this year? No injuries. Um, I, I and I... I always go back to strength training. I mean, that is my mainstay. I never miss Mm. it several times a week. And I, I really think that's key. Plus I don't train hard anymore. Right. I just go out and run. So Mm, mm. all that. Yeah.
2: That's interesting because well, for starters, you and I are the same age and and that then coach Liz, who's younger than we are, she was on last episode and talking about how she gave up strength training this year, that it just doesn't work for her. She's, she's slight like you are and, and small. And so it's just interesting, you know, what, what works for one person is not right for somebody else.
4: It really is interesting. It's kind of an experiment of one, I guess. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Exactly.
2: Yeah. 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 So does splitting your time between Maryland and Colorado, does it affect your training at all? You know, do you rejoin your Maryland running posse when you get back there? Because I know you miss them so much when you're in Colorado.
4: I absolutely do. I was, we were out together this morning, first thing, um, and it was was so nice. It was just so nice because, yeah, I'm just, I'm so lonely in Colorado (laughs) running and you know, it was just so great this morning, like all of a sudden, you know, like, oh, wow, we've already done six miles because we were just chatting away. And it was mm-hmm. it was just so nice, you know, and and one difference here and there is out there. I find I just do a lot of out and backs because it's oh. a lot of, you know, Colorado has all these great dirt trails and that's wonderful. But I really miss like my, my loops back here, which is <laughs> like I know that's so weird, but but I and I've read this before that some people are. Some people prefer out and back, some people prefer loops, and yeah. um mentally for me, I think loops go faster, so I don't know, I don't yeah. know, yeah. Yeah, it's funny.
2: Sometimes I, I think I'm definitely more of a loop person. And then when I am someplace new, and I quote, unquote, have to do an out and back, I always tell myself like, okay, this is only the second time I've seen this scenery as I'm heading back. Like, why yes. am I being such a snob about all of
4: this? Yeah, no, so. yeah, but I agree with that. Because that's my go to when I travel and I'm in a new place. It's always out and back just kind of like for don't getting you're know, not getting lost sake, right? Yes. Uh, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it, yeah, it bothers me a little bit, but it certainly doesn't bother me like to the degree that it does where I have to do it all the time. <laughs> right. You know? so,
2: right. Yeah. Right. Right. And how often do you run with your boyfriend, Chris, when you're in Colorado or, or he, tra- yeah. he travels with you to Maryland? Yes or no?
4: He does want like, I mean, he'll, he'll be coming later in the trip because um, mm-hmm. all of his family is there. So mm-hmm. we're figuring out our formula. Yeah. During, during the most weeks, I mean, he'll do my long run with me. um, And then usually like a, you know, a shorter one on the weekend. So yeah, he's, he's pretty much it for me with (laughs) running partners, which I love running with him, but I mean, I, I miss, I miss my pals, you know?
2: Right. Right. Did you run with your ex-husband or no?
4: No, Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I didn't, I didn't want him (laughs) in my running space. (laughs) (laughs) Even before things kind of went south? Yeah, I think it was always like my own space and I didn't want him being uh-huh. part of that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well that's interesting.
2: Yeah. Right. There's there's a podcast in there, Amanda. We will sure just touched on that and we'll come back to that in a future episode, folks. <laughs> there's a therapy session too. Yes, right. <laughs> Set up your mic near a couch, we're all good. Right. <laughs> oh, okay. So you know that running and um, you know, good doses of strength training work for you. Did you add anything new to your fitness mix this year?
4: Not really. I mean, mm-hmm. I really am like, just kind of, I, you know, I know, I know what I like and what, what I enjoy. I mean, you know, I, I played pickleball, probably a little more pickleball than mm-hmm. I did okay. in Maryland, because I was kind of, you know, seeking out community through pickleball. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that's, I mean, it probably, I'm well, obviously more hiking, you know, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. obviously hike a lot more in Colorado, mm-hmm. so. But yeah, that's about it. Nothing exciting. My writing's kind of boring. It's just the same old thing. Same old, you know?
2: <laughs> well, I am super envious that you can just keep chugging along at the rate you're because rate you're going because I mean, I definitely thought I was that person. And this back thing has taught me a lot. Uh, it's, I know. It made me I humble. Know. It's made me grateful. Yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I know.
4: I, I read your last your last post about pickleball and, and talking mm-hmm. about, you know, your back and then mm-hmm. you've had a little setback, right?
2: Yes, had the setback. But then I was um, talking to one of the other co-hosts about the amazing, amazing chiropractor I saw in Colorado, or not Colorado, uh, Austin, Texas, what am I saying? And just worked miracles. And so, oh, wow. so I am, I definitely take things day by day. And right now, I feel really good. Like this morning I went on a walk before doing strength training and it was very, very cold here. And about 10 minutes in, I thought, huh, I've been so focused on how freaking cold my face is that I haven't even checked in with my back. And I thought, "That's, that's a good
4: sign. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Yes. Well, I hope 23 brings you a lot more running.
2: I, I hope so, too. I hope so, too. I'm going to get back at it. And right now it's just kind of tough because if I go out on a walk, it's so cold or so damp to add in some running bits to it. I'd sort of have to at the track and I don't know, like weight down my jacket with a rock after taking it off or something to do a couple loops. So, so from a gear standpoint, I can't quite figure it out. So for now I'm, I'm sticking with walking and, um, a fair bit of swimming, which I'm really, really enjoying. And, uh, um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So
4: any self care,
2: I mean, what, what do you, what do you do? What is your secret to staying injury free other than strength training or, or is that it?
4: that honest to goodness, that's it. I do nothing. I don't even phone roll. I do nothing. <laughs> I, I gotta say I love. Okay. So the,
2: of the co-hosts that I've asked, there's like none, none. And here we
4: are like, Oh, self-care is one of the three legs of the AMR stool. Oh. I know. I know. I did. I, again, like I used to do all that kind of stuff and I was injured and until I took up strength training mm. for me, you know, like, like nothing worked But strength training is my Mm-hmm. That is my, my key to success. It just really is.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, wow. Okay. All right. Well, I'm, I'm seeing a point counterpoint podcast too in the future with <laughs> coach Liz on one side and you on the other. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, thank you for joining me and enjoy all your time with your running buddies out there in Maryland. I, I know how special that time is. Yes. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Okay. Alrighty. okay. Alrighty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, last but most certainly not least, I have with me in studio,
1: Molly Williams. Hello, Molly. Hello, Sarah. (laughs) Nice to see you. It is
2: good to see you on this sunny Portland day. Yes,
1: solstice though.
2: It is. As we record this, it most certainly is. I know and the days will be getting longer, which is noticeable here in Portland.
1: It is. We've turned the corner. I always feel good when we get to this point.
2: Oh, so good. But I'm going
1: to burn the candles tonight and embrace the dark and think about... The return of the light.
2: Yes. Yes. You were always good at doing that, Mm -hmm. Molly. Yes. All right. Well, 2022, not the most athletic sport a year for either one of us.
1: No. 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 Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. So uh, tell folks, give them an update on your knee, would you?
1: Same. Uh, I'm still waiting for a knee replacement. I still have not gotten a date for my knee replacement. So it's been over a year now, and I'm still waiting for a date. Yeah.
2: Wow, you haven't been waiting this whole year though for yeah. a date.
1: Yeah. No, I've been waiting since November of last year.
2: Oh my gosh. Yeah.
1: Or December. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow, thanks Kaiser. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still waiting. So, okay. and now with RSV and COVID ramping up again, I think everything is going to get delayed even further. Oh. So,
2: Okay. So what has been, talk to us about the limitations that you faced during this year.
1: Yeah, I I really can't do much. I can't walk more than a couple blocks without a great deal of pain. Mm -hmm. Um, So I do get out and kind of walk around, but I can't do much. Like I'll have to Drive like you know down to Broadway, which is only about four blocks, because it's just too far for me to go. Mm -hmm. I can't ride a bike very long without getting into a lot of pain. Wow! So I can ride for a little bit, but then I pay for it. So Mm -hmm. I haven't been able to do that. I can swim, so that's been nice. We
2: have enjoyed our swims this year. Yeah. Yes, and our drives to and from the swim. I alluded to that earlier that yeah, I drive a long way to get to the pool, and we drive a, a fair way to get to the pond. And but it's about the chats that we can then have in the. Yeah, In car on the drive yeah and yeah. our acai bowls afterwards yeah
1: right mm-hmm. so you know it's just embracing what you can do I um, took up golf I oh, that's yeah, right. took yes. golf lessons because that's something I could do and that's been fun and my husband and I've been enjoying hitting balls together so I know.
2: and yeah. you've gotten kind of good at it because you well, told me about last time you said <laughs> you were playing a par three course and you said that you kept hitting the green. Oh, the yeah.
1: Team. Yeah. I, I mean, I had, I have a fair amount of beginner's luck, I think. But yeah, That's no, tough. I was playing with um, my husband and a couple of his guy friends. Of course, they would hit off the men's and I'd have the women's But I was, yeah, making it to the green almost every time. And they were like off in the weeds and, you know, they're actually not bad golf players. So that was fun. And then I had a couple uh, chips uh-huh. from the, you know, I'm not so good on the terminology. I think the rough onto the green. Yes. Look at you. And miraculously two of them just like right in the hole like you know like like a A little arc, yeah like you know like with the basketball when the like all net or whatever you know it was like (laughs) and we were all like oh my gosh but anyway you know there was no skill involved with that it was completely luck but that that's fine so I've played I think three rounds of three rounds of par three. So, you know, not a lot of golf yet.
2: <laughs> <play> 27 holes. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. But you got to like a sport where you can drink while you're playing, <laughs> where it's encouraged, <laughs> but you're enjoying the pickleball, aren't you?
2: Yes. I do not. I did not drink while I play. No, pickleball. you don't do yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yes. Uh, I, gosh, I have derived so much joy from pickleball this yeah. year just in, incalculable amounts of joy
1: yeah that's you know you gotta just do what you can do Mm -hmm. i i feel a lot more positive this year than i did last year i think i've sort of settled into this well okay you do what you can do i mean i'm really looking forward to the future and getting better and doing more but you just gotta take stock of what you've got Mm -hmm. you know it's, it, it's all probably going to get worse anyway. Right. And you know what I mean? Some <laughs> it's all are, downhill from here. Well, your yeah, you know, I mean, you just, and also not to take anything for granted, like, okay, I can do this today. Who knows what you're going to be able to do tomorrow. So.
2: Yeah. That, I mean, that has been my right? big lesson of 2022. Yeah. I mean, because I alluded earlier on the episode to, when I was talking to coach Liz, I actually, it was last episode about, uh, that it was the first time I felt a manifestation of stress in my body. And it was a totally it was my back, mm-hmm. but it was a completely new and different feeling than what I experienced when I had the bulging discs. And then and I was at a trade show, so I was there for work. I was in Austin, Texas, and the next morning I could barely get out of bed. Mm-hmm. And I just Was like, oh my gosh, I can't even take getting out of bed for granted anymore. Mm -hmm. And so now, when I, you know, that's definitely the thing, it's the tough about an injury that kind of doesn't have an end date. Right. You know, with a broken bone or something like that, you know, you Mm -hmm. kind of be like, okay, I get my cast off on July seventeenth. But with this, it's so every morning I wake up and how am I going to feel when I first stand? Yeah.
1: You know, I'm able
2: to stand up straight. Am I going to, you know, limp when I walk into the bathroom is how much pains they're going to be that sort of thing. And Mm -hmm. it's just... Each day is a new day and that can be good and that can be bad.
1: Yeah. And then you also have to worry like, is pickleball going to aggravate it? Is running going to aggravate it? You know, what can you do? How much can you do?
2: Yeah. I mean, that's definitely why I haven't gone back to running. just has not Mm -hmm. felt that it's the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. Lately though, it has been feeling, I had some miraculous, truly miraculous chiropractic treatments when Mm -hmm. I was in Austin with my friend's chiropractor who works with a lot of musicians who come in to town. So Mm -hmm. this man is used to working with people that he hasn't seen for a long time hasn't had a long evaluation of and he just did some really revolutionary things. So there was a lot of improvement in a short amount of time. And it just feels like, huh, maybe now is the right time to start. But I have to say the weather's been so lousy that I'm like, eh. I keep walking for a while. Yeah. You know,
1: well, that's a good place to start. I mean, mm-hmm. that would be the advice you'd give somebody else. Mm-hmm. Just start with the walking and then move up to it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I also get the training sessions that I do with Brittany. Mm-hmm. It, they I feel so good after Your them. strength training. The yeah, strength mm-hmm. training, I feel so good. The, That's the great. Range of motion and the I finally asked her to also work on some agility because my gosh, I've lost mm-hmm. so much agility. So that when I that my toe catches on something and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna trip, I'm gonna fall. Mm-hmm. And it's just I've really felt old a lot this year mm-hmm. in my old in my body. And so, working on that with her, but afterwards, I feel such freedom in my back, and I feel well, like good. a new vitality. It's almost like you know the chi is flowing better. Not to get all mm-hmm. woo woo on the thing, but it it feels like there's a sense of expansiveness and openness that I experience after those strength training sessions. Uh-huh. That is really very uh, it buoys my mood quite a bit.
1: Well, that's good. That's mm-hmm. good. Does she have you lifting heavy?
2: She does. Pretty heavy stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and some compound moves that, you know, for a while there, I, I definitely was seeing her when my movement was compromised. And mm-hmm. so a lot of just kind of single action movements. And now, oh, like, oh, she, you know, had me standing on an upside down Bosu the other day and then doing squats on that, even just getting up on the Bosu. Oh,
1: yeah. Well, that's pretty good. I'd say your agility all right. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a it's a talented trainer that she hasn't aggravated your back
2: yes oh mm-hmm. she, oh Brittany is so talented and i will tell her that something like she'll have me doing bird dog and bird dog is next to impossible for me to do with my back mm-hmm. and so she's like oh just flip over and we'll have you do dead bug it's basically she's like it's the same movement but yeah. and i'm like why yes it is the same yeah, movement that's right <laughs> so so i think Brittany's a genius so that's I feel great. very fortunate to have her yeah so anyway um well i've been asking a couple of people what does self-care look like for you these days oh
1: self-care that's funny uh yeah i was just thinking i, I need to bathe more often <laughs> like i hate taking a shower i'm already getting to that age where like somebody's gonna have to tell me like you need to get in there get things cleaned up i don't know what does self-care look like well,
2: how about are you meditating these days I,
1: I am um so my youngest daughter is going through some back issues yeah. where she. She's been really, really painful and there is nothing worse than having your kid be in pain. And it's, it's been all consuming to me, focused on her pain, which doesn't do anybody any good. And so I've really gone back to, back to meditation and I'm going to get her started into meditation um, just to, you know, recenter it's here and now, you know, so yes, and I think that is very important. Oh, well, good. Yes. Good. So uh, I sleep well, so that's good self-care. Um, getting on hormone replacement has really helped my sleep.
2: Right. Right, yeah. right. right. Talk a little bit about that, would you please?
1: Yeah. So I got an estrogen patch and I take progesterone in the evening and uh, I'm not waking up in the middle of the night like I used to. I mm-hmm. pretty much sleep through the night. I sleep much better. I fall asleep quickly. That's been been really good. Of course, I'm not sleeping with my husband either because of the snoring issue, so we're still working on that. but sleeping in the same, room. but yeah. that's self-care. I mean that it's sad, no, seriously though. I mean, I, for a long time. I'd slept with him and I didn't sleep and I wandered around the house looking for a place to sleep. I was literally a woman without a place to land because <laughs> seriously, I couldn't go to my, my room. The kids were all there because COVID. The kids were all there. You know, there was no place for me to land in the house. So I would like sleep on the couch and then somebody would oh. get up and I'd have to move. Anyway, so th- that self-care. Sleeping is self-care. I think the hormone replacement has also helped my mood. I just feel like way more stable with my mood and you know finding things that I can do like swimming golf I tried dragon boats that was fun not something you know I tried it I don't think I'll do it anymore mm-hmm. but you know had a good experience doing it so you know just try new things mm-hmm. I guess that's self-care
2: mm-hmm. it most certainly is most yeah certainly is. I, I maybe I should knowledge.
1: get bathing back in there <laughs> I was thinking I should get my hair dyed again too. I'm looking <laughs> awfully gray these days. I mean, that would be some nice self care. I'll, I'll work on bathing. That'll be my New Year's resolution: more bathing.
2: Smoking <laughs> so like a true Portlander. <laughs> <laughs> there are i think a lot of shocked people
1: listening right now. <laughs> what do you mean you don't know, take a shower every day and i'm like oh yeah i totally get that Molly. i totally get that <laughs> it's cold i don't know
2: <laughs> oh my goodness molly all right well you and i are going out to lunch yeah so I, I say let's uh let's head on out for that. And I thank you as well as all the co-hosts for uh, being on this episode. And we thank
1: you. (laughs) Wonderful to have this community. Oh,
2: yes, I agree. 100%. All right. Well, please make AMR part of your new year. Please sign up for many happy miles. That 365 days of workout program kicks off on January 1st. Think about Joining one of our retreats, either Redmond, Oregon, June 9th to 12th, or Hilton Head Island, November 3rd through 6th. Follow a Train Like a Mother Club program, maybe one of those ones Dimity was talking about. Buy a cute sassy tee or hat from the Mother Runner store. And please subscribe to this podcast so it auto-downloads in your feed so it's waiting there whenever you want to give a listen. Our podcast today was produced in St. Paul, Minnesota, by Barry Medora from Fire on the Bluff.